well, not live streaming, but <laughs> stream they, they clips from the show. They in a room and wait for you to click, We're and like, then they act it out right then. Live webcam, live. it's hot. It's, uh, Why doesn't anybody do that yet? That's there a good be, idea. I bet you could make money sitting in a room. Like live webcam <laughs> sketch. Yeah, as exactly. To and not only that, but maybe like improv, they could say like, what should we do a sketch about? And someone types in, you know, um, hamsters, and then you go into a hamster sketch. <laughs> That's good. That's yeah. yeah, taking suggestions and... You hear that internet? We're gonna take you over. That's right. I like these ideas. That are... <laughs> and it could it could turn a little naughty too. I mean, for because if they're paying with credit card, that's true. They can you know for an added little charge get a little ex- something extra from the show. Yeah, like extra you'll little cook in front of them. Nipple or... action, maybe. Exactly. Nipples. Yeah, we just could all just go straight to hell and just be really, really outrageous. Okay, so talk a little bit if you will, about how this sort of the sketches and the characters come to be. How much of it is just improvised and how much of it is planned ahead of time? Are they based off people? Yeah, um, I'd say now, these days we've gotten a lot more scripted. I think in our earliest days we were more just off the cuff, imp- improvised, mm-hmm. and then we started... Um, once we started getting a little fancier, got a little fancier, and we needed to... Uh, be a little more organized, we'd ask people to act in our skits with us, and we didn't want people to be like, okay, guys, what's going on here? This is chaos, so mm-hmm. sort of wanted to seem a little more... Like, we got, you know, got our act together, so we started scripting more. Do you still do, like, throw in some ad-libbing as well, or is it all you know, I pretty think decided ahead of time? It, it, it started getting a little too scripted, I think. So mm. now we want to, like, get back to our roots, back to our comedy roots, yeah. get, a little more, get a little more off the cuff, a little more... A little crazier. A little crazier. Yeah, it keeps it fun, too. Like. Keeps it fresh. I, I fresh need to fun. ask, where do you get some of the outfits that you... Because a lot of times uh, you and Amanda will be wearing <laughs> matching outfits, which usually uh, are like what I imagine like slutty golden girls. Like lots of sequins, lots of like little half shirts. And I just am like, Sophia? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, yeah. the girls. Blanche, yeah. Blanche uh, gave Blanche. us a few, <laughs> few sweaters. In their teens. Like, Sophia, you sh- you're sure she was like... Sophia was a slutty think? teen. She I was... could imagine her walking around with sequin, like, you know, bras. She's a pretty saucy grandma. She was a pretty saucy grandma. I can see, I can see Blanche, but I don't know about Sophia. <laughs> That's what, you know, Rose. it's always... Rose. 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 Well, she didn't know she was a whore. People just she's didn't the know unwitting what she whore. was doing. Yeah. Back like, in, uh... Oh, that's not how you hold St. Olaf. St. Olaf, thank you. I was like, where is she from? Some mythical town. Yeah. Now, I met a girl from St. Olaf who was almost exactly like Rose, and it was ridiculously scary. I thought it was an act for, like, three years, and I was like, when are you going to stop playing along? But it was real. She couldn't help it. It was real. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm actually from St. Olaf. I actually had chickens. And... <laughs> crazy. If only. I did if have only. chickens, but I'm not from St. Olaf. That's true. You're a liar. She lived in Orange County. You were in Orange County. I'm from Orange California. County, yeah. She's oh, Orange that's County. right. I forgot, yeah. yeah. Orange County, California, and she owned chickens. Yeah. I find that a little We strange. live on sort of the outskirts of... The outskirts of... By the hills there. The rural farmlands of... I Orange County. Yeah, there's hills. Yeah. You made movies and owned chickens. Made movies? I didn't make movies. Everybody in Orange County does. Oh, right. I'm yes. sorry. Yeah, we all have our own TV show. show. Yes. The Goon of Yeah. It's the Hollywood of... <laughs> of, uh, south of, of South of LA. Southland. Of, 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 other than Hollywood. It's, yes, but, yes. Hollywood number two. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> the sequel. Exactly. The yes. Very, <laughs> very fitting. Okay. Sequels. So, okay, now this is, this question kind of like made me laugh as I was writing it because I was like, this is very like James Lipton inside the actor studio kind of question, but it's not actually one of them. But <laughs> what like word, it's like a two part um, 
question, really. So what word or phrase do people use to describe pretty things that you love and why? And what word or phrase do people use to describe it that you hate and why? Okay, okay. I feel like I can answer this. I can answer this. Um, The thing I love is when people say, it's hilarious. I'll take that any day of the week. (laughs) And um, that one's good. And... And this isn't so much a, okay, this is a phrase, more of a, of a sentence, mm-hmm. fully formed sentence. Mm-hmm. I, I, when people say, I can tell you guys had a lot of fun doing this. <laughs> that's like, ouch. Oh, like, yeah. thanks, uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. But yeah, so those are the, the two. Uh, yeah. They might sound very subtly just gradations of each other, but. Yeah. I, could, I could see the a lot of fun one being, yeah. A little, a little, <laughs> I think we get that a little too sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Smarts a little bit. Smarts a little bit. <laughs> That's interesting. But, you know. I like that answer. Okay. Um, what pop culture things like music, TV, movies have influenced you or the Pretty Things Project? Um, well, we, Amanda and I grew up watching um, sketch comedy shows like uh, Kids in the Hall. <laughs> yeah, we love that. All those wigs and nutty kind of cerebral kind of just wacky, wacky characters and scenarios mm-hmm. and that left a left a mark on our brains, and uh, I think it's called the scar. Yeah, it's more. Yes, it is more. Yes, we were permanently traumatized, and <laughs> comedies are catharsis for our trauma. But uh, and and Tracy Ullman was a big. Mm-hmm. I could our, definitely see that. Yeah, yeah. We like her because she um, she's very character driven. Like she just kind of develops these characters and these like little worlds, and we kind of we always like that. So. Why? They really have not done much with the Tracy Ullman show since it got canceled. I mean, that's yeah. one. I, I don't believe there's a DVD of that yet, and I find that strange, because, like, that was, like, my childhood. I remember that was the one night my mom would let me stay up, was to watch Tracy Ullman Tracy Ullman, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Yeah, that is odd. I, I'd like to own a copy of that, with a little commentary track, a little, uh... Yeah. You hear, hear that, Tracy? Tracy out there. Tracy. Here's your audience. <laughs> you, have, you have a... You're gonna sell at least two DVDs. <laughs> that's right. Make one. Three, 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 got three guaranteed sales. That's well, right. depending on what week it is, of how much money I have. But right, yes. two guaranteed sales within the, a month or so. Yeah. <laughs> right. So this actually kind of like segues nicely into what you just said about like wacky characters. What is it that's especially attractive about? Because there's always at least if you if it's just you two in a sketch, at least one of them is like a wacky character, if yeah. not both of them. Yeah. Um... Is it just that it's. Mostly to amuse ourselves. Mostly yeah. to make if, if we if we can make each other laugh, and that's what it all kind of comes out of is like, you know, it's a very particular sense of humor that I think I think I think the best. Well, I mean, this can go one of two ways. The best comedy I think comes out of like kind of creative relationships where people just really get each other and mm-hmm. they have they cultivate this like sense of humor together. And, um, but then it can also go the other way and be too obscure because then it's like it's just this world that. that these just these two people share and that no one else can relate to. So it's mm-hmm. like you want to be able to be relatable to more people than just yourselves, yourselves. and yet uh, also have this kind of creative symbiotic relationship. Chemistry. That's chemistry that's birthing comedic laughter <laughs> and fun, if that Yay. makes any sense. Totally, yeah. But, I, I know birthing. Birthing. Yes. <laughs> Subjects. Anya's a fan of birthing. Oh, oh, that's good. Yeah. We actually yeah. had a contest where people could give Anya a baby. A couple oh. of days after. Nobody, no, 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 no one. Literally, nobody entered. Nobody. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Which was the first problem. So yeah, yeah. It's so hard to get to the second part of the contest. Right. <laughs> Let's right. do the first. The initial. That's true. Uh, do we want to actually uh, 
oh, yeah. sometime and to do a song in the middle of the interview. You're I right. I totally sense. forgot. I was yes. all like so excited. Oh, about yes. Him. Yeah. Totally. Okay. So we'll do, <laughs> we'll start off with straight for a minute. And, um, do you want to have anything you want to say about it or? Oh, it's pretty self-explanatory. I, I remind you, perhaps, be yeah. You know, I'll do a little setup. Yeah, so straight for a minute, that came out of uh, it is sort of a phenomenon that I think all of the homosexuals will will relate to in a very uh, immediate way. So, <laughs> I mean, that, with that being said, maybe that's all that needs to be said. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Well, I think the song speaks pretty well for itself. Maybe it does, sort yeah. of. And also, yes. yeah, if people want to go, I mean, there's a whole, for all three of these songs that we're going to play, there are music videos that go along with them, yes. which we strongly recommend watching because that's like almost half the fun. It's just like watching you guys. Um, so yeah, go to prettythings.com and check out the music videos. How's it going? I'm Michael, and I'm proud to be a homosexual. But I got to admit, there are those times when I become straight for a minute. When a tough dude makes me feel physically threatened. Are you a fag? I'm going to beat you up. Hey man, back off. Uh, I'm into chicks. I become straight for a minute. When an old person or child asks me with sweet naivete. Are you gonna get married to a lady? Uh, sure I am. I become straight for a minute. When a shy, clueless girl takes a fancy to me. Um, you look nice today. <laughs> uh, you too. I become straight for a minute. I'm proud to be queer in this day and age, but on occasion I must confess. I put on my facade and I become straight for a minute. That was straight for a minute. This is kind of more personal. It's actually inspired by last night I was talking to a friend of mine and she was talking about how as a kid she was so in love with like a League of Their Own that she made her mom's like write instead of writing her name in her underwear, her mom she made her mom write Kit because she identified so much with that character. Whoa. As a wow. child. Wait. No. Uh -huh. Which one was Kit? Oh She's never like the mind. Kid sister. I was thinking it was Madonna. I was like, what? Like, no. <laughs> but we were just talking about like childhood like quirks and like things that we were really into and it sort of like when you come look back at it now, it's like it's funny but it's also sort of like telling in a way. I don't know. Do you have anything along those lines? <laughs> From childhood that that were very nostalgic or, or, or just that left them just that like totally were part of our childhood experience kind of like that. Yeah, sure. Just anything that like really sticks out in your mind as being like something that's kind of like just quirky. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, Dungeons and Dragons, the animated series. Do, do you know Sorry. about? Yes. yes. <laughs> you just don't have to contest. I think that's not a movie, which is very strange on a lot of levels. Birth. Yeah. Spontaneous birth. Wow. Yes. So yes. Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. But okay. you, you are, you're aware of this cartoon. Oh yeah. Oh my God. I am not aware. I would like. Yeah, I would like Dungeons to know about it. Yes, it. Uh, um, it was this cartoon about these children, I guess it was loosely based on the role-playing game, Dungeons mm -hmm. & Dragons, but um, it was this about these group of children, or kind of young adolescents, and they're on a roller coaster ride, and they get kidnapped to a magical dimension. Wait, on the roller coaster ride? Yeah, this, yeah. like, gaping maw of this oh, creature oh beast sucks them in, and the, and the, and the wow. track of the ride goes into its mouth, and they're... Idea that could happen on roller coasters. It's a hazard that really. yeah. you might have to be aware of because wow. it's probably more so in New Jersey than yeah. I think it yeah it's more more prevalent in in, in the sub <laughs> out, outlying in, suburban in areas. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but it's wow. a danger. Yeah, and then and at least in my childhood memory of it, which is like how it all got warped, is that 
the clothes were ripped off of their bodies <laughs> and, and they were like replaced with these like barbarian like loincloths uh-huh. and like I just, so the was show was like really sexualized or, like, it was cartoon it was cartoon oh damn it it was cartoon I know right that would have been yeah something else how old were the characters screaming for live action um they seemed like they were teenagers and then there was like a few like there was one boy there was a boy and then like his teenage friends like okay. his older brother and all the friends do you think was, he was like, really tall enough to get on the ride yeah, that's a good point. That's a I'm really wondering. good point. Maybe this whole thing was a lesson of what happens when you break the rules, kids. Right? You gotta do a stand <laughs> up next to the. Friends get sent to another dimension in loincloths. Exactly, <laughs> and Dude, him included. You break Okay, and intergalactic uh, adventures with loincloths. With loincloths, the best kind of intergalactic. I adventures. think that always enhances the adventure. <laughs> Definitely, and that yeah, so it's just this really kind of like eroticized barbarian magical fantasy cartoon about like getting kidnapped to this magical <laughs> and that really entered my my fantasy life in a way that... <laughs> really <laughs> and now when you look back on that you're like aha right this and is now... where the path is exactly <laughs> now everything past that point makes total sense yeah. <laughs> well that was a great answer to that question yes. <laughs> oh thank you okay um Okay, well, I guess this kind of follows. So what... This is something that I think a lot of people have different feelings about. So what do you think of the idea of, like, a gay sensibility in arts and entertainment? And do you think that that has any relevance or bearing with your project? Or do you think that that doesn't really matter? Um, yeah. I think, I think like, the really cool, like... Like, the cooler, more, like, detached answer would be, like, Oh, please, I'm a human being. Whatever. Gay sensibility. <laughs> Peshaw. <laughs> I don't know if that counts if you say Peshaw. No, maybe that means it's slightly less. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think the cool factor just drops. Which kind of shows where I'm coming from, where my bearing is. But, uh, yes. Yeah, but no, I think there is such a thing. And I think, uh, yeah, I mean, just the fact that I'm, like, donning the women's clothing in many of our skits I play women uh you know that certainly has some sort of gender fluid bent to it so there you go and uh yeah yeah it I think there is you know it's a little campy I guess you could say mm-hmm. and then all that and that I mean I'm, I'm sure a, a total red-blooded heterosexual man could probably couldn't couldn't do that as <laughs> damn as it well. as well as we can unless, unless they're Canadian then they can, then they can. there you go Canadians a little emasculated over there yeah north yeah. of the border it's cold you have it's to it's cold you gotta the you voice goes away. a few octaves up and it's yeah, just things shrivel things exactly I'm like no, yes. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, there. I'm with you on that Good thing we don't have a Canadian audience. <laughs> I know. We just lost all three of them. I, I was going to say, we've got a lot, like, in Minnesota. Right? <laughs> the only thing is, every time we lose one, we gain three more weirder ones. Like a Hydra, <laughs> the head just... Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I think maybe it's time for song number two, which is oh. Always a Bad Girl. <laughs> Which also has, like, a really fantastic video. Did you want to say anything about that before we go into that? Oh, well, Always a Bad Girl. I remember we were just hiking and... I think in Joshua Tree, California, and we just started making up this whole, like, feminist rap about the bad girls of history, and it just <laughs> evolved into this whole ridiculous thing. And they thought it would be funny if some of the women we were celebrating 
were kind of questionable. Like, do they really belong in the canon of celebrated women or not? But yeah. they're all kind of there together. So that's my uh, that's my little setup for that one. Okay. Well, here here's always a bad girl. Always a bad girl. Always. Always a bad girl. Always a bad girl. Always. Always a bad girl. Rosa Parks was a bad girl. Back of the bus, she's always a bad girl. Amelia Earhart was a bad girl. Flying her airplanes, bad girl. Joan of Arc was a bad girl. Burning on that cross, ah. she's always a bad girl. Frida Kahlo was a bad girl. Shaggy Una Brown, a tumultuous heart. Always a bad girl. Always. Always a bad girl. Always a bad girl. Always. Always a bad girl. Chelsea's still a bad girl. Chelsea Clinton, always a bad girl. Karen Carpenter was a bad girl. Wasting away from believing a bad girl. Chelsea's daddy's lover was a bad girl. Monica Lewinsky, always a bad girl. Susan B. Anthony was a bad girl. Voting, 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 right, voting, bad girl. Always a bad girl. Always, always a bad girl. Always a bad girl. Always, always a bad girl. Barbara Walters was a bad girl. Made all the stars cry. Bad girl. Marie Antoinette was a bad girl. When you eat her cake, you'll feel her power. Margaret Thatcher was a bad girl. Conservative leader of Britain. Bad girl. Mama Cass was a bad girl. Sing her heart out for all you guys. Always a bad girl. Always. Always a bad girl. Always. Always a bad girl. Harriet Tubman was a bad girl. Helping the Underground Railroad, bad girl. Gloria Steinem is a bad girl. Original feminist, a really, really bad girl. Moses' sister was a bad girl. Hiding baby, baby boys in the Bible. Madonna. Madonna. Always a bad girl. Always. She's always a bad girl. Always a bad girl. Always. That's why she's a bad girl. Now that song, I have to say, Amanda has such an amazing voice. I can never get over how good her voice is. Yeah, she does have a beautiful, yeah. beautiful voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's funny for Amanda because she's in the Diddy Bops, and mm -hmm. she, you know, that's definitely uh, a project, a music project with that has more human, poignant themes going on. So I think for Pretty Things, it's kind of funny for her just to sing, like, just ham it up and be ridiculous and just, yeah. you know, just be really ridiculous. But yeah, so it's kind of like her 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 outlet for total like ridiculousness, yes. just total yeah. being ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah, it's. I mean, I think both both projects are what I like about both of them is that both of them involve like they're not just a music project. They're not just like because they involve a lot of stuff in their shows too. That's not it's, just yeah. like you know just like a band like, that just plays songs. And it's the same with Pretty Things. Like you guys guys have just sketches, but you also have the, like the music videos and. You do live performances, and so it's like sort of the multi-tiered, many-dimensional facets to each one, which I think is exciting. I think I don't know. I wish more things were more complex like that. Mm, yeah, yeah. I think Amanda, especially because she's such a performer, such a yeah. natural-born performer. She's a great actress, a great singer, very theatrical. So yeah, it's great that she finds ways like outlets for all of her, and can kind of combine them into multifaceted projects. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely awesome. And, cause, and after all, uh, her father is a professional clown, mm -hmm. and her mother is a Wiccan high priestess, so she definitely comes from a very colorful background of... Wow! So she has a very That's multifaceted life. The cutest couple in my head. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> my parents, I'm going to call them up and ask them to convert. 
Yes. Two different things. Two wicked clown. You've got more questions, don't you? I've got you? a couple more, yeah. Okay, so this is probably like picking a favorite child, but is there any character that you think is the most fun to play or that you like doing the most? Um, yeah, I think I really like playing Opal, who's the inattentive listener. She just kind of zones out when people... <laughs> I think that would have been engage. my first guess if I had to yeah. guess what she oh, seems funny. to like, yeah, like yeah. doing the most. Yeah. And, and some have said that I embody many of Opal's characteristics. I'm notorious. <laughs> Sometimes I check out, and it's, it's, the scariest part is I don't even realize I'm checking out. And my boyfriend Abel, who's here, he can attest to that. <laughs> Because I uh, often, well, no, not often, not often, occasionally, occasionally, on, on occasion, I should say, more accurately, um, that, uh, yes, sometimes I don't even realize I'm doing, I just like, my mind just, I'm like, hmm, I wonder if, and then like, I, and then I'm just gone, and then, and then sometimes I try to recover or just cover up pretty much that I've been away and it just fails miserably like it's not even yeah like, yeah it's like uh yes um yeah I can't even even feign <laughs> I think it happens to everybody sometimes hopefully it's a university through the personal I, I touch upon the universal and that's there you go. the beauty of comedy we that. indeed beauty of comedy we all relate yes so Can what, I actually ask if I... Because oh, yes. one of my favorite characters of yours, which I don't even know if you can consider it a character, but there were more than one film. Okay. Bug Girl. Oh, yes. Which is just the girl that likes bugs a lot. She likes to look at bugs. And just make really funny faces and then it clips to... Um, it was like sped up footage of bugs just crawling around. Yes, yes. Which makes me laugh so hard every time. Oh, I'm glad you like that one. Yeah, I just... Uh, I probably just, We kind of have this delight in the morbid... And Amanda and I both. Amanda and I are just the most. We just we just are very amused by morbid things and like disgusting creatures. We just revel in their like many-legged <laughs> pincer faces and all the disgustingness of it all. Aww, Gotta love it. Faces. So that was kind of our celebration of the grotesque. Well, also the nature. the like what if sketches are very much like. Oh yes. Sort of. I think what's funny about them is that you take something that. The way you guys treat it is this sort of wide-eyed glee, but then you're talking about something that's really disgusting, or you're looking at bugs or something. And so it's sort of the... I mean, I would theorize if I was going to analyze your work. Andy's going to theorize, people. <laughs> everybody sitting down. What? It's just the contrast between the sort of the way you treat the subject and the subject. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I think, I think also we like to sort of combine the, like, saccharinely cute with, like, the totally disgusting. Right, Because yeah. I think that's kind of, like... We just find that amusing. <laughs> so it makes like real cute with like lipstick and sequin hats, top hats, and then like some discussion of like gray goo behind the toilet or something. <laughs> <laughs> so where would you like to see the project go in the future? We would love to have our own Comedy Central Comedy Hour of pretty things. That would that would be definitely a. A dream that would be a dream come true. Hmm. That would be a dream come true. But in the meantime, we are just want to keep making our comedy clips and just keep churning them out and sharing them with those who might enjoy them, so that they can be enjoyed and shared. Very sharing and philanthropic. Enjoyment. Yes, Aww. it's definitely a philanthropic gesture. I'd say. Yes. Can you write that off on your taxes, being like enjoyment of millions? Yes. <laughs> Give me money back. Maybe people. Thank you. Yeah. That and tax deductible 
absolutely. <laughs> I, I'd almost say that what we're doing is, is more important than the rainforest because mm. <laughs> the power, the healing power of laughter. Uh, yeah, another tree, tree. Another tree. Say, yeah. If you hug a tree, it's not going to hug same. you back. It's not going to hug you back. It's not going to laugh at you. I'm gonna laugh at you back. <laughs> That's true. Actually, I would say that was a good thing about trees. <laughs> trees don't laugh at you, but you can't laugh with trees. That's true. You can. That's true. But Amanda and I will laugh at you. <laughs> you know, Thank you. Something that we That's can very offer sweet. that the trees cannot. We'll laugh at you too. It'll be a mutual thing. It'll be beautiful. It'll be really beautiful. <laughs> okay, so two more questions. First one Whoa. is: What do you do the rest of the time when you're not doing pretty things stuff? I um, tutor children in this program for for children with learning disabilities, and it's it's this kind of kind of quirky program where it's all these like special games that have been designed to help children develop processing skills, pretty much. And it's like so it's mem- they have to jump on trampolines and Ooh. count with metronomes and Ooh. do all sorts of fun games, and so it's like very game. Centered, which is fun. So it's kind of sugarcoating the process with games, but it doesn't it doesn't work for long. Then the kids are onto it. They're like, "What the hell is this? This is really hard and like really." And then they start kind of falling apart. They crumble before my very eyes because it's a it's a it's a thirty six session program. Mm-hmm. And so the kids, you know, you get prizes and points and games, and so kids get really excited at the beginning, and then it gets. Heart, the levels just increase in difficulty to where the kids are just like freaking out and they're just like, what is this? Because I'm like, okay, now in multiples of three, uh, I want you to look at this card for three seconds. I'm going to take it away and then in beat with the metronome, you have to multiply each number by three and go backwards, each row they're backwards. They're like, where's the trampoline? Felix coming out. What happened to trampoline? Can we do it on the trampoline? Exactly. It's... I feel like if you kept them on the trampoline the whole time, they yes. would never lose interest. Or maybe that's just me. They would just be so exhausted. I, that... I think that's true. Corn Ex- and multiplying. Exactly. Yeah, it starts out, it's like colors. It's like, read these, recite these colors, red, green, blue. And then by the end, it's, okay, now alternate. Every other color, you have to say the word. And then if you see green, you have to say blue. And if you and see blue, you have to say green. And they, name your favorite philosopher. Oh and then his birthday. Exactly. What's the Hegelian then... dialectic? If you can recite that to me while you jump. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's just, it's, it's just too much. So I feel, I feel bad for them. Okay, well, I think we're down to the final question. Dun, dun, dun. Final no. question. Hey, should we have a song? Anya, would you like to sing a song for the final question? So, in a to the death cage match between Opal and Erica, who would win? Oof, oof. Well, Erica is blessed. Our character Erica is just blessed with this kind of karmic, like, bubble of of imperviousness. Yeah, impervious perfection. <laughs> I think we're good with the song. <laughs> It does lend a yeah, it just musical. make it feel more final, but it all does. I can do is like, you can like, it's like the metronome, you can only say words in between the do 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 That would be a good, that would be a good challenge. Erica, end! Er, er, you have to er. say it in between the song. I think it would win the cage match end. That would be, yeah, that, sing good. my answers. Sing so your answers, answers that's time. true. We can go back. Let's, let's do it all again from the top. From the top. Hey, the top. <laughs> Pretend we never asked anything. That's right. So we have, let's get on. Let's get on that roller coaster 
and enter the vortex and just yeah. go crazy. Can we end this show with roller coasters and loincloths? How does that He never answered the questions. I'm sorry, oh, yes. I got distracted oh. by the loincloths. <laughs> loincloths loin loin are very distracting. <laughs> so you're, you're, are you saying that you think Erica would win? Or? I think Erica might win just because she wins in everything. Erica is this character who is just she lives a charmed existence mm -hmm. pretty much, and but she's also oblivious to how. I mean, that's what. I guess uh, arguably that makes her a little less insufferable because she's not, she's not on her high horse about her charmed life, right. but she just has a. And then her her uh, buddy, her sidekick Tamara is like, actually Tamara has just like an okay life. So it's like right. Eric has an amazing life. Tamara has an okay life. So Tamara just kind of goes along, and then when she gets talking to Erica and they start comparing notes, it's always it turns really ugly. And by the end, <laughs> Tamara has kind of a meltdown. Because she thought she was doing all right, and then she checks in with Erica, and she realizes that it's just never. It's good. just yeah, it's a couple less not, pancakes in the stack. That's that's right. Yes, the the the, mm -hmm. the butter cube is not dripping down her stack. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so to speak, uh, figuratively so, uh, speaking. You have to give your credit card before you can watch that video. Exactly, the butter drip. <laughs> that's uh, for privileged VIP. <laughs> yes, yes. VIP package. The stack pack. Stack pack. Yes. <laughs> We gotta we gotta talk a little more about yeah, yeah. how that's gonna work. Yeah. Okay, well thanks so much for for coming and yeah, answering absolutely. questions and well, visiting thank us. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll go ahead and go out on the final song, which is Johnny Jimmy Joe, which is playing at the Underground Film Festival in New York. Um, well, New York Underground Film Fest, I should say, on Tuesday, which is uh, tomorrow. At yeah, tomorrow at Anthology Archives at five forty-five on Second Street and Second Avenue. If you're in New York City, you should go check that out. That's right, it's in the Jeering the Prairie shorts program. It's very awkward to say, Jeering, Jeering the Prairie. Jeering the Prairie. Jeering the Prairie. But it's right in there. Right here. Okay, thanks again. Thank you. Thank you. Johnny, Jimmy, Joe, it's time to go. Who loves me? Mo. Johnny, Joe, Jimmy Bean. Jimmy, Joe's not nice, he's mean. Jimmy more, Jimmy less. Johnny's got me caught in this goddamn mess. Everything about this scheme is making me a one-woman team Stuck in this mess, when it's really Johnny's deal He was mad at Jimmy Bean, but Johnny makes my life Now I got to leave and tell that Jimmy's the truth I don't love Jimmy Joe, and my name is not Ruth I wish that Johnny would live happily ever after, after, ever We're so sorry to see you.